This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on stop pathologizing your children, people. The most valuable communication method in parenting history is specificity. The most valuable communication method in the history of parenting is specificity. This is an extremely valuable tool when dealing with behavior problems. The key to dealing with behavior problems at home is specific. Specificity is specific problem solving. And start young. Specific problem solving has to do with providing details as to the specific behavior of what happened and each time it happened. Yes, that's why it's exhausting. Now, Lisa may be constantly telling on her brother Dominic because she has difficulty dealing with her brother's level of intensity and aggression or your typical boy's level of aggression, which may be more than the girl. And even and he even looks at her. You know, on occasion, he may even look at her and she may react. So you do have to take the time to recognize if it's Lisa's tattletaling or if it's Dominic's aggressive behavior. Let's say mom is working late and there is a babysitter or dad is with the kids and feeding them. And when Johnny was asked to stop flip, flip, flipping his fork at dinner, right, after somebody else uh, was already asked not to flip his fork, Johnny refused and continued to flip his fork. When he was asked two additional times to stop fork flipping, Johnny said, nah. And then when Dad turned his head to Louise to help her with Jello, he saw Johnny's arm move and he appeared to throw something. Now his brother Frank said he was hit in the head with a fork. Johnny immediately yelled, I have my fork. Frank flipped his own fork into his own head. Look, that's his fork. And then they begin to argue. And the dad, or the babysitter, doesn't know what happened because attention was placed on little Louise. So then mom gets home. So what doesn't help here is when dad is vague about behavior and makes comments like, regarding Johnny, he is doing things to rile up his brother. He's a constant torment. Yes, it's hard to stay specific. Likewise, when parents are overwhelmed, it's hard to stay specific. When parents are overwhelmed with two or three kids constantly bickering, it is hard enough to have the energy to process through this specific problem. It is very difficult to get at the exact thing that happened unless you had videotape of the fork flipping. You know, if a child is prone to, you know, unless you have videotape, it's hard, and sometimes it's hard because a child is prone to stretch the truth. You know, a child may be deceptive, maybe tell lies. And a key principle for your family might be, look, you're a Johnson. Or in our case, you're a Van Ingen. A Van Ingen never cheats, lies, or steals. A Johnson never cheats, lies, or steals. Parents should say that repeatedly to their children. But just because it is difficult to, to, to swim through the fog of multiple perceptions and arguments about who threw the fork, that doesn't mean you give up. Talking through what happened is the task of the parent. And the goal is specificity, being specific. And so when we incorporate mom, who came later, and we explain what happened to mom, again, the goal is specificity. Try to refrain from, he is being so defiant. He is such a defiant kid. Or, he's such a problem child. Or, he is so oppositional. Or, well, he is such a con artist. Or, you know, he is doing things to create funny business. Or, he is attention-seeking. But instead of seeking attention in the right way, he is seeking attention in inappropriate ways. 
right? That may be, but these none of these are specific, you know, or he is trying to be funny with his siblings, but it is disturbing the family dinner. It seems he doesn't care about learning or talking at dinner or listening or is more interested in making everyone laugh or get irritated or disturbing the family. See, all of these interpretations, they may be accurate. However, conceptually, a child doesn't process this information in a way that helps them modify their behavior. Some inf insightful children, they can process through their patterns of behavior depending on their age, maturity, and level of insight. But most often, specific incident descriptions are needed. Consider parents who repeatedly hear or think about their children as quote-unquote problem kids. My child is constantly seeking attention. My, my child is constantly attention-seeking and disruptive in the house or at the friend's homes or in the school classroom. You know, And everything that that uh, Miss uh, Miss Miss ja Miss Jackson, the teacher, says, just reinforces this belief. My child is constantly attention seeking. See, parents become overwhelmed and unsure of themselves when they rely on these interpretations. What we want to do is immediately nip this thinking in the bud by confidently focusing on focus by confidently focusing on specifics. When a child is disruptive, the laser beam solution is to specifically talk about what happened, communicate expectations, problem solve with the child about what they should do in that situation, how to cope when they feel upset, and consider alter alternative choices when they're in that situation again. This is hands-on problem solving. See, when parents use terms like defiant, non-compliant, oppositional, it doesn't help us help the child make better choices about behavior. Parents use these terms as a way to cope. Sometimes this leads to pathologizing childhood. Parents need to be specific. Stop pathologizing childhood people. Here's the bottom line. If you are dealing with behavior problems with your child, avoid vague explanations. Do not tell your child vague explanations, like you are such a defiant kid. Never say that. Never say you are such a tormentor to your siblings. Never say that. Never say you are so oppositional. Never talk like this. When communicating to mom when she gets home, dad should never give mom a vague explanation. If, if like he's such an oppositional kid, you know, if dad does give a vague explanation, mom should ask for a specific example. If dad can't provide a specific example. Mom should ask him if they would be willing to write down the incident so you can walk through through um, so you can walk your child through the incident at a family meeting like this Saturday and what, what could have been done to handle it differently. Likewise, when parents describe behavior to other parents, specific details are important. Yes, successful parents have family meetings at family meeting and family meetings are good for reminding your kids, Hey, look, a Johnson never cheats, steals, or lies. A family meeting is also good for discussing what's coming up, you know, next week. It's also good for discussing what happened this past week, and, and that should probably include the fork incident. So what we're talking about here, what we're talking about is increasing the specificity of communication between parents with the babysitter and, and the parent, and powerfully 
reinforcing to our children that behavior is a choice and eliminating these vague conceptualizations, categorizations, judgments, or, you know, like, oh, that's just their personality. They have an aggressive personality. And and we want to eliminate these pathological descriptions of our children. Don't get me wrong. There's a time and a place for appropriate conceptualization of issues and conceptualizations. There's a time and a place for appropriate conceptualization of issues and problems. Look, that's what I do professionally. Absolutely. But so often, parents accept these categorical terms and spend too much time communicating these categorical terms with their kids. They might help the teacher cope with overwhelm in the classroom, right? Or these categorical categorical terms might help the parent cope with distress and overwhelm with parenting. But they do not teach the child. They do not teach the child. Please consider the five-step problem-solving method for parents when they address what happened with their kid. Thus, when you talk with your children, specifically go through what happened. So number one, specifically talk about what happened. Who threw the fork? What did you do? Get the other perspective. Get, Get each perspective. If you need to, write it down. Specifically talk about what happened. Number two, communicate expectations with your child. Look, it's expected that we don't throw forks at the dinner table. It's expected that that you're a vain Indian. You don't lie, cheat, or steal. Right? Number three, problem solve with the child about what should what they should do in that situation. If Johnny had thrown the fork at you, what would be an appropriate choice? What choices did you make? What choices should you make in that situation? Right? Number four, how to cope with when you feel upset? What are some things you can do when you get upset? That's a great question. That's what we as parents need to discuss with our kids. Number five, consider alternative choices when they're in that situation again. If this happens again, what will be your choices? What will you do? I'm going to go through these five, this five-step problem-solving method for parents again, for those of you taking notes. Number one, specifically talk about what happened. Number two, communicate expectations with your child. Number three, problem solve with the child about what they should do in that situation. What choices did they make? What choices could you make in that situation? Number four, how to cope when they feel upset. What are some things you can do when you get upset? Number five, consider alternative choices when they are in that situation again. If this happens again, what will be your choices? What will you do? The most valuable trait of parents, of parenting, when it comes to dealing with behavior problems at home, is, or in the car, or anywhere in the classroom, is specific problem solving. And tip of the day with the babysitter, thank you very much. Can you please give me a specific example? With a co-parent, can you get, please give me a specific example? Yeah, we need to talk specifically about what happened. This is Dr. Daniel Vanningen with this week's parenting podcast on the most valuable communication method in parenting history. And, and in this day and age, it needs to be said, stop pathologizing your children, people, and let's help them be really good at specific problem solving. Have a great weekend.